0: welcome welcome everybody to this episode of emerge from your box podcast i've got a super special guest today her name is heather borg and we actually met on the dance floor at a mutual convention four years ago now you know we've had some amazing memories to share together but i'm so inspired by heather because every time i see her she's up to something new now although we both had a big passion for dancing i know that recently she's taken the world by storm by really coming out of her comfort zone um (laughs) (laughs) into the scary space of social media and I can totally relate to that because that was me four years ago so without further ado Heather welcome
1: oh thank you Margaret I appreciate you having me on and I'm not sure what I'm in for but I'm happy to like you said get out of your comfort zone and do something different so (laughs) all
0: about, you know Um, I started this platform because I saw a need for people to come in and share from the heart there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I felt like this was a good space for people to come in and, like we did as little kids, just share stories about you know things that have happened within our lives to shape and make and break us. And some people have really deep crisis stories, and you know I wanted people to share those stories. But some people also have really inspirational stories that didn't come from crisis. And I I saw you as one of those people because I feel like you've been manifesting an amazing life, you know, ever since I've met you, and you know. I know that you have a big beautiful family that you love and care about but what I want to know is who is Heather Borg tell us a little bit about you
1: okay well I am a grandma for a start a granny granny to five little darling children and but before that I was working for health I worked the department health here in Adelaide South Australia Um, before that I was a well a mum, a stay-at-home mum. And I loved that. And before that, I was a teenage bride. So I was at, at 13, I met my love of my life, the, um, my soulmate, the person that um, is actually is the one responsible for the life that I have led to date uh, because he's looked after me for 43 years. We've been married. And he, he has helped me through everything together. So we met at thirteen. When I was thirteen, he was sixteen. I was then. We, we got married at eighteen, and of course, um, everyone thought won't be long. There'll be baby. There'll be a baby coming along because it's like in those days, you know, if you got married, seem, it seemed. Well, that wasn't enough. It was twelve months after we got engaged that we that we got married. Um, but it wasn't until I was twenty-five that we actually uh, twenty-three. Sorry, twenty-three. That. Um, we had our first baby so we did plenty of stuff in between that time so we were one that uh we really wanted to travel so for our, our honeymoon we only went to perth so that was in perth, um, western australia um which was well it is it's a it's a beautiful place and we hadn't been there before and it was like it was like i said i was 18 uh he was 21 and um and we got on the plane and off we went the first time i'd been on a plane uh, in those days you see we people didn't didn't take kids on airplanes back then so <laughs> it was um, it, it, I was still really a child <laughs> but we'd never been on been, uh, airplanes so that was the first exciting trip that that I'd actually been on we used to caravan around with them when I was young and that was fabulous I loved all that as well but uh, yes, yeah, so I had that first and then our first anniversary was our first international trip so we went off to America the two of us and um, hired a car my my cousins and uh, my uncle live over in California and so we hired a car a Trans Am I think is what it was so (laughs) something (laughs) I wasn't even allowed to drive it because I was too young so uh, we we scooted around the countryside all around California and to Vegas where I wasn't allowed to go in because again I was too young because you have to be 21 to to go to go in the casinos and to drink in, in the US. And we'd been drinking since we were 18. So um, well maybe a little bit before that. But <laughs> and yeah, so we went toured and We were gone for six weeks, went six weeks um, the year after we were married. And from then on, like I said, when we started, we started to have our family and all I really wanted—I never had a career as such because um, I, I suppose I wanted a bit like my mum was, and she was always there for us. She was there at school the excursions and camps, and uh, always the one to put up her hand and say, "Yep, I'll take the kids," or uh, "You know, I'll take a carload of netball uh, kids at netball." And, uh, and I wanted to be like that, I, and and that's what I did. I was, and this is why I say I was very fortunate. To have a husband that actually was um, providing for us, and I was able to stay at home and and look after the children and do the canteen and go into the school and and all that stuff, and I loved it. It was it's you know people I suppose that these days are not as into the you know staying home and looking after their children as much as they used to be, but it was my career. It was what I wanted to do, and. Uh, I uh, continued like that until we decided we wanted to build on. We wanted to build a the extension onto the house or buy an, another another home. And so you know, Stephen says, "Well, if you got to if we're going to do that, you're going to have to go out and get some money. You have to work." And I said, oh, "No, no. <laughs> Who would want to work if they didn't have to?" And well, you know,
0: I think what I want to highlight to the listeners right now is that. I actually love that story because you know what you're what you're saying to me is what I think is I wouldn't say missing but should be and could be and you know it would benefit if it was more present right now for people to really and truly be grateful that you get the miracle and opportunity to be a mom now you're saying to you know us that it's not a career but I can I know even though I'm not a mom yet you know that it is one of the hardest yet most rewarding jobs on the planet to be able to raise a family and you have beautiful children and grandchildren I've met your mother she's a beautiful soul. so you know for people listening maybe that is your inspiration Heather was inspired by her mom who lived a beautiful life herself to be exactly like that so maybe the crisis is realizing that you know you you don't need to chase and hustle and grind and do all of the things that this modern world presents you can actually find somebody who's you know the luckiest man on the planet Stephen and just he was lucky you know, to find me really <laughs> And just, you know, not just be a mom, but be a mom, you know, that in itself, I think is an amazing achievement. So I just wanted to highlight that for the listeners, because sometimes people discount what it takes to be a really good mom. But, you know, working as an inner child mentor, I see the repercussions of people who are a mom, but sometimes don't fully embody what it takes to really be a mom and that's not um from a place of anything other than you know you you're a walking example of what it takes to truly love and embody just being there being present you know being really available for your children when they need you that's a full-time more than a full-time job
1: and career he well, was yeah it definitely <laughs> was a full-time full-time job <laughs> although I did get to go around you know the shops and wander th- wander through the shops in my leisure while they were at school but <laughs> but yeah I suppose uh, what you're saying it, it is true and I often think that and that's a, a lovely compliment and thank you um and I've learned to be appreciative when people actually give you your compliment that was something that we again these are things that um I was born in 59 1959 and in those years you just didn't actually take compliments so you just brush them off you know that sort of thing oh you know, it's nothing or you know, I, you know there's nothing special about me or there's you know all that that sort of thing but I've at the years, a bit
0: of Paul Poppy syndrome, you think?
1: Yeah, 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 a little bit. We were we were told not to put yourself up there. You know, don't think you're better than anybody else. And uh, for years, I know people used to say that about even when I went to work, and they'd say, "Oh, you're, that's amazing. You you um you do such a great job." And I said, "I'm just a personal assistant. i there's nothing special about what I do." And they said, "No, but I couldn't do it. And you're always there, and you're always some." Yeah. And so I suppose you think that what you do is insignificant, but for others, it's not.
0: It's so true because you never know when you're inspiring somebody. You know, I mean, when mm. I met you, I, I used to think, where does she get all this energy from? Like, you know. <laughs> I do have a secret there though.
1: I have <laughs> You I know, know I have a health know. and wellness business.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know. And yeah, I mean, on the dance floor, I thought, oh wow, this 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 woman can prove. I like that. I'm gonna go dance with her. You know, she's fun. <laughs>
1: it was fun that night it was, it was good fun it is yeah. it is
0: very true what you're saying you know still now even mm. to this day and i personally have gone yeah. through that as well you know people are just a little bit funny about receiving compliments and the thing is you don't have to be the central attention to shine and receive the confidence compliments either so maybe maybe that mm. will help uh, open up that perspective a little for somebody that's yeah. listening. Um,
1: i think people I, I suppose i'm not one to give a lot of compliments either so, I'm, I'm learning like in the last five years, I've learned lots of things from, from not knowing what mindset training was or anything to do with your, what happens in your head um, mm-hmm. to someone that's embracing it now. And, but I'll, I'm, yeah, I was never really good at saying, if I would think it in my head, I'd say, oh, gee, she looks really good. I love that dress. I wonder what she got and all that. But I wouldn't say anything, I just keep it to myself. And that um, makes
0: perfect sense, because yeah. if you're not one to receive, then you know by mm. opening the door and giving, you're, you mm. kind of face the fear of maybe receiving, and it's like, oh, there's a bit of conflict there. How do I deal with that one? You know
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, exactly. And that was that was um a bit about the uh, conflict, and i don't I don't get into confrontation. At all because um, it just doesn't serve me. I, I just don't like it. I'd rather walk away than actually uh, get into a, a, an argument with somebody about anything, unless I suppose there hasn't been anything I've been that passionate about to actually, no, you know, I've never been in a demonstration. I mean, I've never, I've never held a pluck out and said, so, you know, I probably would have back in the day, but vote for women, vote for women, <laughs> like Mary Poppins, you know. <laughs> back in there i probably would have been for that but there hasn't actually been anything that i've been that really passionate about what i love is people that are though because especially people that love their footy you know they get so excited about their footy and wear their colors and do all that i love that but not for me because i'm always hiding behind that somebody might not agree
0: Unless you're on the dance floor, then I don't know where that Yeah, I don't goes care what they right think now. then. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's because I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Oma. Yes, you are.
0: No, like I said, if you hadn't had the opportunity to dance with her, but please do. It is an absolute force. <laughs> <ball. laughs>
1: Stephen and I actually used to win competitions. Oh. And we, I mean, we didn't do competition dancing. We just did. I think Stephen learned to, to rock and roll um, at home with his mum. And they used to dance around the kitchen floor. And when we went out dancing, then that's what I learned it from him. And we would just you know, tossed me around, and and oh, we we'd always the last ones there, and all, And then we'd get our get our bottle of wine as our our prize, and and off we go. But yeah, it was it was fun. You know what that's a beautiful thing that you highlighted just now
0: as well about not having to you know stand up and create conflict or be in situations of you know mm-hmm. like I guess debating because mm. some people thrive off that, but, and the thing is at the mm. end of the day, we all actually, the reason we're doing mindset, personal development, you know, evolution, growth, and all of that is to actually bring that to balance within ourselves. So you being able mm. to do that and not projecting that to other people is also teaching other people that it is possible to not live with us. Mm. So you're actually a walking example of what it's like to just have, you know, that internal peace and people pay mm thousands i know people that have paid hundreds of thousands to come to the conclusion at the end of the day and say oh all i had to do was understand that this is my perspective and then um, also understand that i don't have to project it onto anybody else you know it's just for me to work out and their perspective of something that maybe i needed to learn along the way so thank you for being an example like you know the zen mistress
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah right (laughs)
0: um <laughs> yeah it comes through in your yoga I know you love yes. Your yoga.
1: <laughs> yes I know I'm getting better at it actually too so the more that they say the practice 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 yeah, yeah
0: I know you're super passionate about your health and that shines through 100 yeah. percent. you know you've got grandchildren which definitely keep you on your toes I've got nieces and nephews that you know my mother yeah. chased. so how do you manage all that how do you you know how do you stay on top of all of that
1: I don't find everyone says to me because you know, I post a bit on Facebook on Facebook and they um, say oh you're always so busy you're always doing something I don't feel like I'm always busy I, I feel like I've got it all under control but we do have a three and a half year old uh, twin boy grandsons <laughs> and they do actually yeah they, they take a bit of a bit of chasing when, when one goes one direction the other goes the other but I have to give a shout out to my daughter who is does an amazing job her and her husband do an amazing job with their three children and and the twins are a handful and uh, but I think it's a matter of keeping yourself I've, I've always been a, a gym junkie I suppose I've always been at the gym in fact I was talking to a lady at the gym the other day and she said you've been coming I think as long as I have and she said I've been here since since uh, I think it was uh, 20 years or something and I said oh yeah yeah I've been almost 40 years <laughs> at the gym and um and I think the thing is you need to keep active mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter but it's not a a fad it's not something that's like oh well today i'm going to uh work on now today i'm going to start i'm going to go for a walk every day and i'm going to do that and I think yeah that's fine but it needs to be a daily thing a daily practice and it's a way of life or well, the food that you eat it's a way of life you know what's good for you mm-hmm. everybody knows what's good for them and we all know what's bad for us mm-hmm. but um it's the choices and just because i eat healthy healthy reasonably healthy doesn't mean i don't fall off the wagon every now and again and i often and i do my like a glass of wine or two and um those women you're allowed to have those things if if like 80 percent of the time you you're eating the right food and you're getting the exercise because what happens a lot of like as they people grow up they've done a lot of exercise in their years they might have played sport you know stephen played rugby and gridiron and baseball and all that stuff and expected then to, uh, when he gave it up, that he could still eat the same as what he did when he was training. Mm-hmm. Said, There's no way you can't do that. And, and doctors too, these days seem to think that, Oh, when you get to 50 or something, it's like, Oh, you know, you expect that you're going to get a big belly. Mm. Oh, I don't know where that comes from. It's like, no, why do you, why do they even think that? It's an and
0: interesting it, prognosis, isn't it, that they it's, um, impose on people?
1: <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like, oh, you know, they go to the doctors because they've got a, a problem mm. and all they says, oh, that's okay. Your belly's getting bigger and, you know, there's nothing to worry about. That's just age. Well, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so yeah,
0: I think what I love about what you shared is exactly what you, you know, basically what you exactly what you just said. It's not a fad. It's not yeah. something you do. It's something that you are it's someone you are it's a lifestyle change it's you know and if the gym isn't for you walk you know play tennis find something that inspires you to move the body because it does start physically and you know even if you look at something like gut health you know that's a trigger to make sure that you're setting yourself up for good mental health you know you can look into studies and white papers about that you know you can supplement if you need to do whatever it is that's right and sits in alignment with you to make sure that you're doing the best you can while you've got this human experience we don't know when we're going but why not mm-hmm. enjoy the process you know and I know you certainly do you know we've been out had a few drinks yeah. done some dancing, enjoyed yeah. you know the experience of having more in life mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. yeah. who we are as opposed to you know chasing mm-hmm. the doctor's script for something that they're not even sure is
1: actually you know yeah don't get me started on on prescription medication like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my doctor's been trying to get me on to blood pressure tablets and cholesterol tablets for years mm. and i said no i just i'm not i'm not being a statistic i'm not being one of those um, people so i i take no medication i very rarely go to the doctor except for a blood test to make sure that everything's in order yep. but um yeah and the last five years have been uh the best i don't have i don't get tired like i i used to with um uh, you know, we used to come home from work and be exhausted and just flake it. But <laughs> Stephen would pick me up from work and we just lay on bed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> no, nope. I don't even get. I don't have a nana nap. Uh, those, those all those grannies out there that have the nana nap, come see me. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll teach you my secret. <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. I am a
0: true and and I totally align with you. You know, I'm a true advocate for holistic living because. I have myself a story, you know, it's been more than 10 years mm-hmm. since I've been to a doctor for anything other than your essential women's checkup, like yourself. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, I think the last time I went to a doctor was for migraines. Um, thank God I stopped because it was actually my friend who's an acupuncturist that, you know, one of the, one of the reasons we met was yeah. look through that avenue. She introduced me to something that really helped me and, you know, kickstarted my, my love and passion for the holistic health spaces. So not only do I do mm-hmm. that for nutrition physically, you know, this is the space that I help people in um, cognitively as well. So it is, you know, Heather's a walking example for the listener that you don't need to um, take the quick fix. You know, that's what I'll call it. You don't need to invest in that rather than doing that, invest in yourself. Because your body has the power to heal itself it knows what it needs and maybe you just need to have a conversation with somebody else to see if there's something else that you can try before the end game you know i mean look let's be realistic if you're in a car crash you're not going to meditate you need adrenaline to get out of that that's a fact right but as far as lifestyle you know and you've got a busy life with children, grandchildren, all sorts of things happening on renovations, yoga, gym, you know, you're smashing it in the social media world at the moment. And um, you know, there, there's no um,
1: secret source there. It's just no. look after your body. That's what is the only one you've got. And and um, it's going to last you for a long time. I remember when I was working, um, I used to work at Glenside here. It's a mental health institution. And um, there was a whole group of the the nursing staff who were actually um, on a run. They said, come and learn. Learn how to run. Yeah. <laughs> I want to run. I was, I think I was 50 odd, 50 something. And I would walk lots, but I wouldn't run. And they said, no, oh, we can train you to, to run. Okay, okay, I'll learn. And so I was starting to run. And uh, so I did the city debate, which is, those that don't know me uh, know it here, it's 12 kilometers uh, from the city down to, to Glenelg. And so I did that the first time I walked it. The second year I walked and ran the half and half. And the third year I ran it. And then that said, okay. that's it. I have proved it. I can do it and I don't need to do it anymore because I need my knees for the rest of my life. So <laughs> that was it. And, and I don't think I ever ran again. Um, I still walk, but that's it
0: yeah, I have a similar story. You know when I started my health journey, I think with running, especially if you're a little bit um on the on the plumpier side, um it's a really easy way to shed. But for the same reason, I stopped running because for me personally, I found that you can do a power session of weights, 20 minutes as opposed to a five hour marathon. And for me personally, it might be different for others. Perhaps they enjoy the practice of running. I can't stand it. I've got better things to do with my time, like, you know, meditate or read a book or just do other things. So
1: um,
0: yeah, for those listening, just find something within your life and make it a lifestyle for you. You know, if it means taking 30 minutes a day to just go on a nature walk, at least do that, you know, and I guarantee you, you know, there's a reason why example, for example, on like heart meds, they say don't eat grapefruit because that is one of the solutions to us. So maybe have a think about that, you know, just yes. you know,
1: explore that a little bit. I know that a friend of mine, I was talking to her and she was having having issues with weight But then she had, I think it was knee, something to do with her legs, that she had difficulty walking. So Mm. then she didn't want to do it. And I said to her, just she go out to each day, go out to the letterbox, get the letters and walk around the block and then go back home. It doesn't matter how long it takes, Mm. just do it and talk to the neighbors as you're going past. Get yourself out of the house and and communicate with other people and with nature. And and it's surprising how things will change for you. Yeah.
0: You know, there's many things you can do. And I know that you used to walk dogs as well. You know, there's there's many ways... (laughs) exactly there's many ways that we can keep active we don't have to do a crossfit competition you don't have to join a tough model or do anything like that by all means do so if you want to because they're fun and i have but just find something that keeps your mind and body moving you know once that becomes stagnant you'll start to see and become present with the symptoms of why um you know it is important to move so yeah pay attention to that and you know then you'll end up like heather on the dance floor with me <laughs>
1: <laughs> we must do it again one day <laughs> that would be Absolutely. good <laughs> i'm looking forward to traveling back to south australia one of my favorite places in the world. <sighs> yes yes can't say melbourne is particularly for me but i haven't only because i haven't been seen it too much you took me around Melbourne and I did love it when, when uh, we went sightseeing, sightseeing and I do love country Victoria. That's, that's mostly what I love that.
0: I have to say Mm -hmm. in Australia, we're pretty lucky because, you know, before I ventured overseas, um, I actually took the time to travel this beautiful country and we have some amazing coastlines. We have some amazing rugged mountains. You know, I've climbed Kosciuszko, which is one of the seven summits, you know, there's plenty to do here. So, you know, if you're stuck here at the moment because we can't go anywhere, explore the country, you know, explore this beautiful land that we've been given the opportunity to live on and um you know mm. get
1: lost in that and come and visit us. <laughs> yeah. And come to South Australia because we have the best wines.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
0: so yeah, look, um I guess I've got one final question for you. Um mm. we've been talking for a little bit and you know I love what you shared. Like I said, for people listening, the simplicity of just embodying um being a mum that is a beautiful career that you can and you know that you can choose you don't have to be uh, you know in this day and age people hustle and grind for whatever it is that they do and that's fine but i also love that you know um Yeah, you've been embodying just being an inspiration to your family. You know, I've got a friend who started a company called the CEO of her family. And it does take, you know, the skills and organization and passion and drive, you know, to work a family like you do a business. But um, yeah, and I also love that you shared your passion for health. You know, that's so important. If not the most wealthiest thing you can own is your health. You know so definitely if you guys are struggling out there or if you want to chat to heather about that please reach out to yeah. her and um i guess i have one question which is if today <laughs> was your last day on earth what message would you want to leave to the world
1: Ah, uh, to live life for the fullest enjoy whatever's around and um Take those chances. Take the opportunities that are that you find yourself given, and don't. I suppose what I would have told myself when I was, uh, if I was back a child again, say, so don't care what other people think. Just don't worry about what other people think. Do your thing, and um, and live life. Yeah, and do it gracefully. Do it with with compassion for others Mm. and and give as much as you can and help others along the way. Yeah. That is a
0: beautiful message. You know, people listening to this, please lean into that, you know, the simplicity of gratitude Mm. for the present moment. And really like Heather said, what other people think of you is Mm. none of your business. This is your opportunity to do your life your way. So create that and, you know, honor that because you do you only get one chance to live every single day so make the most of every single day um but yeah so for people listening out there who uh, have been inspired by your journey heather and maybe want to have a conversation with you or they want to you know reach out and say how the heck is she doing all those grandkids where does she get the energy from you know and, and want to connect with you how can they reach out to you where can they find you
1: i'm on facebook so um and on Instagram as well. So I'm not sure what handles and stuff they are. <laughs> we'll find we'll them think. in the links for you guys. Pop them in, yeah, pop them in the <laughs> link. <laughs> because uh, and or email, uh, which is in my Facebook anyway. So you can check it out through there. But yeah, happy to chat to anybody who uh, who's interested in being a bit more healthy. And we've, we've actually... Some exciting things happening in um, my health and wellness business coming up next month. So if you were looking for a journey to start, now is the time and I can fill you in on all the details of that.
0: There you go, guys. Heather Borg is her handle on Facebook. So reach out if there's something that uh, resonated with you or just reach out to say hello, you know. Yeah, please do. Meet new people and, you know, and, um, yeah, get to know each other. You never know where you might end up together. I know that we ended up in a few interesting and amazing places together, just getting together on the dance floor initially. Yeah,
1: and we we didn't even touch on Fiji (laughs) and that was fun.
0: I think we'll definitely explore that in a second episode of the podcast. What do you think? Because I know that you've travelled the world and I'd love to dive deeper into that with you. Cool. That would be great.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Thank you so much, Heather, for making the time. And thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. Until the next episode, take care and we'll see you then.